Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. We are very proud to be part of the Variety Sports Network. And, of course, the show originates from the Bradshaw Bourbon Studio. And holy shit, what the hell happened Sunday? Boy, do we have some things to say about that. Freak is in, and oh, is he coming in strong already. This guy has been here for like the last 10 or 15 minutes, and uh, yeah, he's going to need some explanations on what weighty downs means. Uh, Weighty downs? Weighty downs. (laughs) Yeah, I would uh, say uh, the weighty downs uh, are the the downs, you know, the money downs. The the money downs. The Uh, the third down, like, you know, when you need to, to convert, to keep the chains yes. moving, uh, I would say weighty downs are uh, when you have uh, a wide receiver running free on a on a slant, and he's going to score a touchdown, and you throw the ball behind him. That's a weighty down. Um, when you have opportunities and you don't you don't fucking capitalize on them, those are weighty downs. So, so See, I thought weighty downs was what was in the back of Presley Harvin's uh, pants yeah. for being able to punt so well. That dude yeah. is thick. Now, he is thick, man. I, I, I will give Presley a, a pass on the first punt of that evening because the blocking was so shitty that the, that the literally his blockers were in his lap when, his he, lap. when he got the ball off. They were nearly in his weighty that, downs. Was, that was not good enough, man. The first punt was 34 yards. It's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let, here's what we're going to do. And and I know people are just pouring into the show right now. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much. Whether you are here live, whether you check us out later on your own audio video, it doesn't matter. Thanks so much for doing it. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. That makes us happy. Uh, look, I, I'm going to give you guys 30 seconds. Just get it off your chest about what happened on Sunday. And and then that's it. And, and, and no interruptions, just 30, 30 seconds. seconds. Okay. Now, nearly enough. It, no, it's not. And and chances are I'll probably let it go a little bit, especially chances if it's really good. Are... Now, now, Scarps, I, I do want to ask you before I let you guys do this. D- does Casey have a bit of a rant? I, I, I won't be stepping on Casey's toes by letting you do a rant, will I? No, and, and okay. I think that type of performance deserves criticism multiple times. Even if it's oh, about I, the same subject, so beautiful, beautiful. So with, with that said, uh, Scarps, I'm going to let you go first. Okay. I, I, I just just give me a little rant. I, I know what I'm going to say, uh, and and I'll I'll you know we we haven't talked about this. All honesty, we haven't talked about what we're going to say. I, they, the guys just I, I told them I said, hey, I'm going to give you 30 seconds, just rant, get it out, and go from there. So Scarps, whenever you're ready, I'll I'll try to clock you here. It was embarrassing. We got our asses kicked. We got bullied. We quit. There's that. There were times when they could have established the run, even when they were down only one score and they refused to. Kenny threw the ball way, way too much, even before it got out of hand. He looked small. He looked scared. He looked startled. He looked like a deer in a headlight. Matt Canada sucks. Far too often, we come out in these games and we're unprepared. And in the last three years, starting at 2021, we have been in a third of our games, we have been bullied. And that is not what the Pittsburgh Steelers are. Well done. I, I, you, you thought about that, I think. I think you did. I, I don't well think done. you did. I think, I think it was just stream of consciousness. Oh, I I've been listening be. to this all week. 
Well, yeah. Uh, ben, go ahead. Let's uh, let's hear your thirty second or thereabouts uh, rant. As uh... well, you know, Scarps uh, already keyed on the uh, the the high points there. Okay. I, I would just add to that that the units that I was most disappointed with were the lines on both sides of the ball. They just did not get it done. I mean, yeah, there there were moments where guys flashed. Larry O flashed a little bit. He only played about half the snaps. Um, Mar- Mar- Montradius Adams was terrible. Um, uh, Keanu Bitten played pretty well when he got in there. He didn't get enough <laughs> snaps. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, it was what it was. The lines, we saw the offensive line. They fucking suck donkey balls. I won't even get into that, especially interior guys, which I thought were okay. going to be studs. Really right. disappointing. Really disappointing. Ian, yep. Ian. Uh, whenever you're ready to roll, give me your 30 second rant. Okay. So typically you say that a team got beat in all three phases of a game, but there's another phrase of getting beat six ways to Sunday. And that's absolutely what fucking happened. Cause not only did we get beat on offense, defense, and special teams, we got out coached. We got out staffed. Their team had the correct cleats and our guys were falling all over the fucking place on our that's home. Embarrassing. And to top it all off, they outfanned us in the stands. Their fans were, it was a sea of, I was in the stadium. There were, there were almost equal number of 49ers fans and Steelers fans. It was embarrassing. There was multiple times in that stadium that a let's go Niners chant broke out. It was like audibly heard and echoed. <laughs> it was embarrassing. It, well, I, I was really looking forward to yours, Ian, because I thought you'd go there. Uh, Ian was at the game Sunday, and he was texting us, and and just you know, when you said there was a lot of red there, I figured, yeah, okay, you know, I get it, you know. But but once we saw the, I saw the TV shots, I was just stunned. I, I you was guys see Rick's amazed. note here. Uh, what's did that? See Rick's? Did you see Rick's comment uh, uh, about uh, seats on Monday night? Yeah, and he'll bring the bourbon. Yeah. Well, he'll bring the bourbon. Trust me. And and the thing I'll say, too, was it wasn't like, okay, I, I went with my dad and my two kids, so or my oldest two kids. Okay. And, you know, I took the kids into the bathroom before the game. The whole row of stalls was all dudes in red jerseys. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. Right. And then, you know, I, so I'm in there, you know, I hear guys talking, I'm standing in line, you know, the one guy's like, Oh, where'd you come in from? He's like, Oh, South Carolina. Where are you from? Oh, I'm from Montana. I'm like, how the fuck are these 49ers fans from out of state coming in to Pittsburgh and buying up these tickets for our first home opener in over a decade? And it's it's absurd. And I and I'll tell I'll I'll tell you I'll tell you something. Uh let me tell you something. Um on Saturday, <laughs> like I think like I saw a tweet on Saturday and it, it got a lot of traction. I guess like 49ers fans were outside of McFadden's and and of course, you know, the, the snarky Steelers fan was like, Nobody even goes to McFadden's and they're like they're like nobody will be in the sta- stadium tomorrow. And the 49ers fans were everywhere. And and those same Steeler fans that, that that talk trash are the ones that don't show up to home games. I would argue that Steelers travel better for road games than they do to go to Acershire Stadium, and that blows my mind. Old times. And, and, but I just, you know, that was just that was just such a bad overall opener. I, they're really, you know. Besides TJ Watt, there really weren't many positives. But you know, I'm going to tell you this right now. I don't want to ever. I don't want to ever hear 
I don't want to, you know, Steelers fans need to, need to need to take a chill pill about like how we got the best fan base in the league and shit, or when they get snubbed because they're not the best fan base. Because you literally let, I mean, a quarter of the stadium was 49ers fans. Oh, on Sunday, Ian, Ian was saying 40%. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I would have said more than a quarter. Yeah, forty percent in red, and especially like by the time the fourth quarter started, after it had been sunny for a while, and Steelers fans left, like it was there was a majority of forty nine yeah. fans oh, yeah. there. Yeah, um, there, there, there was, were there were was some bad. positives, and I, I I want to try and find a little tiny ray. Of sunshine. All right, Mister Sunshine, in, 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 go, I give am us not the positive at all, but there's always something, right? Uh, I thought DJ played really well. If they just would have gotten him the fucking ball. He's hurt. He would have had a hell of a game. He yeah, is he is yeah. hurt now. Uh, but up to that point, he was playing He was playing great. Uh, Calvin Austin flashed. Again, if they just gotten him the damn ball, he would have had a nice game. They just couldn't get him the damn ball. I thought Anthony McFarlane was, was – he looked really nice in returns. I was like, wow, this guy could actually bring some value to the fucking team. That's nice. Keanu Benton played a nice game. Um, it sucks that he's going to have to play more because Cam's gone. Yeah. But, uh, you know, at, at least at least this year, unlike last, they've got some groceries in the cupboard to work with when they lose a guy like a, like a Cam mm-hmm. Hayward, you know, or, or a TJ Watt last season. They had nothing behind TJ. They had nothing. And this year, at least they've got something behind Cam. So things are, are rosier than they were. In terms of of the picture, when when I know they won the opener last year, but um, you know the the next seven games were miserable because TJ was out and the team mm-hmm. was just like, eh, mm-hmm. you know, it just wasn't it wasn't good. So there, you know, there there were some some things to look at and go, okay, there's some reason to be optimistic here. It's not like it was a, a resounding performance or anybody like really distinguished themselves, but there were some things that could have been exploited. The team just didn't do it, you know, and and, it, and they were obvious. And George Pickens is, is still a stud. It just, again, they just couldn't get him the damn ball. So let, let, let's go back here. Uh, and just, we, we, we've kind of talked about the crowd. We talked about everything. It just was this perfect shit storm. You know, it just seemed to be all day long. I mean, I felt like, and, and Ian, I think you might have mentioned this when when Canada called that jet sweep on second it sucked down, the energy out of everything. <laughs> yes, they, they get a they get a nice play on first down. It's second and four. Mm-hmm. You've run one play, and you're mm-hmm. already going to come with the jet sweep shit. Yeah. Yep, and and it gets before crushed. you even let Najee touch the ball. Yes. Yes. Like, yes, and yeah. I, I told my friends that the over-under on me yelling Canada sucks was the middle of the second drive, and they all took the under. Guess what? They were right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, to me, that was just the the. And it, by the time it got to ten nothing, guys, I felt like the game was over. Now it was. That didn't, that didn't mean I wasn't going to keep watching. I, but when when I watched the physicality that the 49ers right. put on us, I thought there is no way we can come back from this. I thought the Steelers were getting out Steelered. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, and and Scarps Wait. opened with it. Scarps opened with it. Yeah, they got bullied. Yep. And yep. and I and I tweeted this last year, and the amount of Steelers fans that were so insecure about it, it was ridiculous. Is that? We want to be what the 49ers are. Yeah. But 
But that, we that's don't, what the Steelers have been. But, but historically, fuck. But the, but they're 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 a fine they're a finer version of it because they don't like. It's not it's not it's it's not it's not full Steelers smash mouth football, but it's a variation of it. It's more it's it's more advanced. But but you know they this if the Steelers were going to win that game last week, they needed to extend drives and and get seven points and they didn't do any of that and you know that second that's yes that's that second play call on that jet sweep in my opinion um i don't know if i've ever said this on the show but please don't ever run another fucking jet sweep ever um never but but ian you're right like 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 no okay Najee harris I'm done with Najee Harris. I'm done. That dude is slow. He stinks. I I, I don't care. If you didn't hate me before the end of this, before the show, you're going to hate me by the end of it. He Let him sucks. finish. Even on that broken play, even on that broken play, he was slow. He looked like an 80 year old man trying to turn the corner. Like, and then they got an extra 15 because the guy from Frisco is like, you know what? I'm going to try to knock him on his ass and give him 15 yards because that's the only way they're going to score. But, but Najee. Might have been able to get you three yards in a first down there, or something other than a jet sweep. Like that's what I'm saying. Like they call, they, they suck. I, I, I'm, I, I'm. Let somebody else talk. I, I don't have any words <laughs> the, right the now. The blocking, the blocking was so piss poor that I. It's really hard for me to evaluate what the run game might have been. That and the fact that what have we run it like seriously ten times? They had ten well, rushes the entire well, fucking game. Yeah. Ten. Yeah. I, they, I, how, how do had... you evaluate that when you're, especially when your offensive line is blocking the way they were blocking on Sunday? It was like, what the, who are these guys? I they thought their had... offensive line was going to be good. They were going to be so great, I. guys. So I, man. Be great. The revamped I was line. So, so, I was stoked. I was pumped. They played like yeah. shit. Let, let, let me make this point real quick, and then, Ian, I'll throw it to you. Yeah. Uh, how much of that, and, and Ian, you can build off of this, how much of that was – how good the 49ers were versus how good we thought the Steelers were. The I mean, 49ers, that... the 49ers have some really good players up front. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. yeah. A lot of what they did was a lot of what gave us problems last year was running stunts and twists. And when you have a, a new offensive line of guys who haven't worked together, no matter how good they are to properly block a stunt or a twist, you have to be able to communicate and communication is one thing that just comes with more reps. Um, you know, that being said to everything else, we only had eight minutes time of possession in the first half, right? Right. We were out TOP like 22 to eight in the first half. Like you can't establish any kind of rhythm. You can't, you know, we had, we had no first downs until that two minute drive. It was, we did get that nice drive versus the prevent defense though. That was and, yeah, and a lot of people night. overlooked that because that's exactly what it, it was. was. That it was, was pretty exactly sweet. what it was. And even into the second half, you know, there's there's people in the stands yelling like, you know, throw the ball down the field. I'm sitting there thinking like they're playing a cover four shell. They're given 15 yards after DJ yep. went out. They were bumping pickings at the line, giving 15 yards of separation of cushion on to everyone else. So the only thing that was open was those comeback routes. Yep. And I know you can't get yards after the catch with those. We've talked about that ad nauseum on this show. And I'll just leave it at this. I'll I, leave it uh, at this, right? You know, we've complained about Matt Canada over and over again. People from, you know, here to Wazoo or Kalamazoo or wherever you want to be from have tweeted out stats about Matt Canada's inability 
to put up points on offense. And it's almost like when you say that the mayor in Jaws was still the mayor in Jaws too, and you expected something different to happen, <laughs> right? Like Matt Canada is still the fucking offensive coordinator, and right. we expect something different to happen. Well, guess what? The shark's in the water, and the same guy's running the show. Can I can I make two points real quick? Yes, please. My first point is, and Ian, and I've seen this. Like, I mean, I'm I'm not an all twenty two expert, but. But, you know, even even during, you know, during the live shots, like you're right, like they're they're playing they're they're playing zone like you're not going to get those like you're not going to get those deep shots. And mm-hmm. and then all I mean, all this week, I don't know how many analysts were like the 49ers didn't do anything special on defense like like and then you're sitting there like, wow, like we, we were terrible even when they even even when they, like they weren't even trying. But then I would say, oh, yeah. Big Ben's P2, burner. Yeah. Just, just you wait, P2 baby. We'll just, you wait. just you wait. But I want to, and Melman, and uh, you know, I love you, man. I just want to, I want to say this real quick is that, is that even, even, okay, we were down 10 nothing yep. in the first quarter. We took over with 438 left and we went Kenny Pickett incompletion, Najee Harris, no gain, Kenny Pickett incompletion. Okay. Isn't that a point? I mean, you know, I don't like Najee, but isn't that a point that maybe Jalen Warren, gets a little gets a touch a little bit earlier and maybe switch it up. Uh, and Jalen Warren averaged 1.8 yards per carry too. The fucking offensive line was shit. Okay, they but were I'm terrible. Okay, okay, they okay. were you're awful. Not, you're not getting what I'm saying is you that they can compl- guys you can't take anything when you only have 10 carries. There's nothing you you, you we can I agree say with you. But we that, can say Najee was bad. They, Warren should have gotten more he wouldn't would but, Warren have four they, carries? But they abandon they abandon the run so early. Ten ten nothing is not a reason to abandon the run. It's not. I agree with you. I agree. Fucking. I agree with you. Although I did, I did literally. I turned to my buddy Dan when they got up ten nothing and said, "In a game like this, a ten point lead is almost insurmountable." And it was the first fucking quarter. Even fucking like even Belichick, they're down sixteen nothing to the Eagles. Who mm-hmm. I would put them on the same. I'd put them on the same level as the 49ers. Um, mm-hmm. They're down sixteen nothing in the first quarter, and he's still trotting out chubby Zeke Elliott. You know yep. what I mean? Like there's like to, to keep the Eagles honest. And then I'm sitting there thinking like, and it wasn't Damn, just that... about that. You 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 tire their fucking defense down when you run the ball. Like well, like and, yeah. and the Patriots offense supposedly is so much worse than ours. And like it was just like. Yeah, oh, God damn. Well, what what was, did Trent Williams I mean, say? A, a guy like Belichick is hold on from from <laughs> yeah, no a, we, yeah from a um, yeah we'll do the Trent Williams thing in just a second and I agree with that what? that that was that incensed me as well. But a guy like Belichick is looking at at it from the defensive standpoint of what happens to my defense when they get tired. How do I do that to someone else? He always looks at it from that standpoint, and that's that's why he runs the ball. If it's if it's still reasonably close, Belichick's going to run the ball mm-hmm. because defenses get tired defending the run, and then you call a fast tempo pass play after that. Unfortunately, the guy we have calling the plays. All right. Anyway, well, you know, it just Johnny's point: who makes the decision to abandon the run? I, obviously, Tomlin okay's that. I mean, Tomlin can overrule any play call because he's got yep. it in his headset. So yep. yeah, he can he can I, do that if he wants and, to. By the same well, token, you know, I, he, does he make a decision? A Hang yeah. on, I mean, does he yeah. make a decision to abandon the run? No, but when you're behind the fucking chains and it's third and twelve, you're not running it. No, 
And Unless the draw play on third and you... twelve, the draw play on third and twelve that we've seen before that that absolutely fucking incenses all of us. Let's make some room yeah. so we can punt. Ian, what's the uh, all right, point? Two you're, points. You're, One. Yeah. Se- second point first, though. Draw play on third and 12, unless you have Christian McCaffrey, and he just runs it up the middle for 14 yards. No um, problem. First point, though. When you talk about abandoning the run, at some point, the, the, the game situation dictates what you have to do, right? Mm-hmm. When you're down by 17 or 21 or 24 points, you kind of don't have time to fuck around establishing the run. Absolutely. What you got to do is... And, and it was so freaking predictable, right? They went three and out the first drive, didn't give Najee the ball at all. Everyone in the stadium knew they're going to hand it to Najee the first play of the next drive. What happens? Loss of, loss of two yards, drives. right? Five it, drives. It, I'm talking five. I'm talking game situation, though, right? Right. So, right. you know, first drive, don't give it to him at all. Like, they should, like, as we've established, should give it to him on second down. But then they had other opportunities, too. Um, you know, they, they had a third and two with like 45 seconds left in the in the first half. And granted, mm-hmm. they scored a touchdown on this drive, but still third and two, like one timeout left, plenty or you know, plenty of time to hand that ball off, get the first down, spike it with 28 seconds left, have first and goal and go from there. Instead, they threw a pass that went nowhere, and then they had to throw a swing pass to Anthony McFarland on fourth down when they should have just run the ball on third down and he got tackled inbounds and they wound up in the same position anyways that they had to run up and spike the ball. So it's, uh, yes, I mean, but that's in a two minute drive situation too, but nevertheless, you know, it's a lot easier to, to stick with a balanced offensive approach when the game's within one score. And we talked about this a lot last year, right after Pickett came in, remember Pickett, I don't think Pickett played with a lead other than like that mm-hmm. one drive against the Jets after they got the lead and then That's he threw right. that interception. But other than that, I don't think he played with a lead at all for like his first three starts I, or something like that. Buccaneers before he went out? I don't know if they were leading that game or not. Good, yeah. like, he barely played with a lead. I'll put it that way. Right. right, and, and right. Towards the end of the year, they got better about it. Well, but this game, right, you go three and out, San Francisco scores a touchdown. You're down seven, nothing already. You go three and out again, you're down 10, nothing. And it's like, well, fuck. so, so, you know? let, let, and then you got to abandon your game plan at that. point. I, I want to talk a little bit about Pickett. you know, because as well, you guys have probably heard this. Work? Well, well, we'll get to that. But I first of all, I want you guys to know that he played his college ball at Pitt. I, I'm not sure if you guys knew that. Did he? Sure. Um, yeah, that's what I've been told. Um, what Ram was he drafted in again? It, Mr. Irrelevant? I don't know. Yeah, You know, when I watched him in college, I saw a confident, almost cocky guy that seemed to have total control of what he was doing. And I, I haven't really seen that from him until really those last couple games last year and then preseason he had the swagger and then what <laughs> the what the hell happened on Sunday he reverted back to to something i have not seen and you know now some people are pointing to the fact that he 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 got that the head smacked the ground on the third play or something like that I, i'm not i'm not going to go there okay it wasn't the third play but yeah well it you did know happen I mean. yeah. and and he's wearing that gigantic moon helmet. He is to, to keep himself from getting concussed. He, he and he, yeah. and the, honestly, the thing I thought, and I said it out loud when it happened, the Steelers had been flagged for that hit. 
why the fuck oh, for sure. wasn't he flagged yeah. for that. But setting all of that shit aside and getting back to Kenny's footwork and what went wrong there, one, Mechanics there, was a lot, bad. there was a lot of pressure inside. The, the interior offensive linemen were fucking terrible. The tackles were just marginally better. And they kept giving up pressures because Kenny would come outside the pocket instead of stepping up because there was no pocket to step in, up into. Yep. Okay? Because the interior offensive linemen were fucking terrible. Mason Cole, dude, I don't know who – I'm pretty – I think it might have been Hargrave <laughs> who was just taking him, and he was just whooping his ass and taking his lunch money and then walking back yeah. to the huddle. I, I was just like, Jesus, this guy's getting bullied. This is awful. He was terrible. But James Daniel and Sayamalu, too. They weren't playing much better. No. I mean, honestly, I mean, maybe a tiny bit, but not much better. The does, interior that, does that line, go, though, Ben, does that go to just maybe, maybe we didn't really think about the 49ers were really that good? We didn't. We underestimated them. We overestimated yeah. us. Okay. I, I, I didn't. We've established us. We've established I, I did a little bit. I, I had the game. I had the game, what, 16-13. I thought yeah, I, I had it a close game. I, had I thought it, a close it would be a game much that would more be, competitive. That would be competitive. That it was going to be, you know, defensive, uh, dominated game. But then it would be close all the way through, and, and we'd be in it. Fuck yeah. no. We were, we were out of it in the first quarter. Yeah, we were I, done. I, yep. Yep. And they, they beat the shit out of us. Literally, physically, and we the yeah. Steelers got out Steelers. It was embarrassing, but the interior offensive line back to Kenny, terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, his footwork, terrible, terrible, yes. cringeworthy, and that was why he kept having problems with accuracy. Yeah, it was when, like when, when dude, you're under pressure. Where the first are thing you that goes putting is it? Fundamentals. Yep. Yep. I and, and I mean we we got spoiled. I know we did. We got spoiled because we had that guy back there before who was six five and had the big arm and could shake off tackles and it was great. You know. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, speaking of the offensive line, you know, the, here's the situation. Ian, you alluded to this. You know, Chooks is in concussion protocol and Still. they're already well, far as I know. So Ian, what what does it look like they're gonna do if he ends up missing? What it looks like they're going to do, or what I would do? Well, what does it look give me like both. But it, okay. what right now, what they're going to do is something different than what we saw in the in the preseason. That's right. Yeah. What what it, they're going to do is they're going to put Broderick Jones at left tackle and no. move. No. 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 Remember no. they they're they, leaving they, Dan Moore at left tackle and they're right. going to Broderick Jones at right. They've had Jones at right tackle and practice. Have they really? Yes. yes. Oh, that's yeah. okay. Yes. Well, okay. That. <laughs> I, I don't know how I feel about that because here's here's what I'll say. And we talked mm-hmm. about this in the preseason too, that when guys get hurt, you don't want to weaken yourself at two yourself at two positions, and that's what I felt like they did when Chooks went out. Now, granted, um, fuck, what's his name? Dylan Cook, the reserve yes. tackle. Yes, he didn't get a hat on Sunday, so they didn't really have that option available to them. And I understand, you know, they're losing the game. It's the fourth quarter, whatever. Bring Broderick in, move Dan Moore to the right. But that was a disaster. Like Dan Moore was not good on the right side. Um, so, so I mean, you and and but Broderick's only played on the left and only practiced on the left. So right. you kind of have to make a choice of, you know, do you do you weaken yourself at two positions by moving your left tackle over to right? It isn't just that. It's also or about just matchups. Put in, you know, a guy at right and. It, I, I'm 
generally a fan of not weakening yourself at two positions. So uh, it seems like that's the way they're going, keeping Dan Moore at left. But so you know, it, yeah, Dan, and ben, Dan Moore has familiarity with Miles Miles Garrett. Garrett. Yeah. yeah, he's had a couple of good could, games but, versus Miles Garrett. But look and, and he's also did. had some games where he played very poorly versus Miles Garrett. Yeah. So it's like, but, well, you know, yes, there's the whole weakening yourself at two positions thing. Uh, but there's familiarity from a veteran player versus a rookie. Yeah. Who's but look go at what Cleveland did last week. They lined Garrett up in the zero in the one in the eight. Yeah, he was right? all yeah. freaking center. He was all over. Yeah. He was bing, yeah. bong, bang. That, yeah. That's Jim Schwartz for you. He yeah. was right. Yeah. And he was he's right, a good coordinator. Nose, he is left. He was all the positions along the line. I mean, I I just want to say this. Like, did you see like he was like doing like fake crossover moves before they like did that? And yes. all Steelers and you know damn well if TJ Watt did that, Steelers fans would be like, oh my God, it's the greatest thing ever. Because oh, Miles yeah. Garrett, Miles Garrett is an incredible player and he's an I incredible would, athlete. I would not want Broderick Jones that would to be his first assignment Dude, in this. I league, don't want but... Mason Cole trying to block him from the one well. The fucking... <laughs> One tech. It's yeah. not even a wow. one tech. He, he didn't he didn't get into a three point stance. Oh, he, he was off he was two point. But you know, he's dancing back and forth. Mason Cole can't stop that dude. We saw him last week. Yeah. I can I uh get back to Pickett? Yes. Uh, sure. Um, I will allow it. Thank you. Um Mr. Steel Dad. Uh I Mr. Steel Dad. Um as you know, uh, I have not been the biggest believer in Kenny Pickett. No. Um, and Dick, you're a hater. Yeah, I want I, I want to say a few things. First of all, is that Kenny Pickett at this point in his career is not good enough to overcome Matt Canada. Nope. And I mean, and I mean that in in 2021. As we all know, Ben would literally look to the sidelines and be like, "What? What the fuck was that?" And like, <laughs> Ben call what know, he wanted, and, yeah. call, and you know yeah. what? And he and he was old and he was slow and couldn't throw the ball down the field that well anymore. But he got he got the ball to spots that he needed to, and he was clutch. Yeah. Okay, but but what I saw from Pickett in that game was that he looked he looked small. He looked so small. small, and like he's six three. And like, and then, you know, and I know Josh Allen is, is, turns the ball over a lot, but like he's, Josh Allen's a big dude. Like he is, he is small and he's not, and Burrow's not that big either, but like Burrow is miles ahead of Pickett and Burrow knows to throw with anticipation and Mahomes got the arm and like all these dudes, like, but Pickett looks so small and he looks so scared and like so surprised. He made himself small. And would be my observation. That, that like, I would agree he, he with. He was that. constantly doing this. Yes. Okay. Yes. And 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 I know this. Like I know the Steelers got up some some huge streaks on on the line this week. They haven't lost a Monday Night Football game since twenty years at home. I think Cower Cower's first year, nineteen ninety one. Actually, so that would have been Knowles. They final lost year. to the New York yeah. Football no, Giants. Knowles' final year. Yep. And then oh, that was um, in Jacksonville. Never mind. And then, Sorry. <laughs> like the Browns haven't won here since I think a Sunday night game in 2003 in the regular season. But like, I'm going to tell you this right now, man, Jim Schwartz is a really good coordinator. And then yep, Tomlin, is. Tomlin called out their corners, won them the game last week. And, they sh- and who'd they shut down? 
They shut down Jamar Chase. They yep. shut down T. Higgins. And yep. I know that because I have T. Higgins in my fantasy football team. Shut up, Ben. And he got me a Blue Tarski 0. 0.0, yep. as did Drake London. I had you the deserved worst, it for playing fantasy football. I had the worst, football. worst fantasy football <laughs> week of my life last you, week. But you fully deserved it. So if they're, that, so and if you they're, drafted a couple of fucking Bengals. So you so absolutely So if they're going <laughs> so to shut down Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, what are they going to do to George Pickens and – Gunner Olszewski. Gunner Olszewski or, 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 or CA3, Tyreek Hill. That's like, it's like, so, so I, Steelers are in, Steelers are in more trouble than people think. People keep saying it's one game. It's one game. Dude, I'm going to tell you right now, man. Pickett has had almost a full season under his belt. And there isn't one thing that he's done that has wowed me. Everything we know about him, we already knew. He has heart. He has smarts. He yeah. has grit. And that shit only takes you so far in this yeah, league. Yeah, he, he right. was clutch in, in a lot of games late season last year. And I'll, I'll give him some props for that. Uh, but but he was grinding out wins. The, he, he hasn't been dominant to this point. And that's what you need at that position. At some point, you got to become a dominant player. And then... And, you know, this is just kind of the life cycle of, of, of quarterbacks, right? Like, you're a young guy. Uh, you are you come out. You light the world on fire a little bit. Then there's enough tape out there on you that defensive coordinators slow you down. And if you can come back from that, you're a good quarterback. Well, Pickett still hasn't lit the world on fire yet. So he's still at, at point A. Is, well, is where it, I'm going with it. I mean, he yes, he looked good in the preseason. There was lots of promise, blah blah. blah. It's preseason, like like so, Pickett said himself. He's like, whatever. It's it's not it's yep. not difficult yes, not did. to be cocky about that because it's preseason. None of that counts. So was that who cares? Was that before or after he did the Conor McGregor walk against the Buffalo Bills? Like he was the I, shit. I don't know. No, um, the other thing should, I'll add, he though, should shut his mouth too because this whole fucking team <laughs> needs to shut their mouths because yeah, all they right. do is talk. Yeah. Ian. The, the other thing I'll add is, you know, Brock Purdy was efficient. He, he had giant fucking windows to throw the ball. Oh, my he God. He did. Because, uh, because he's, got an offensive made coordinator. Yeah. he's got an offensive coordinator who schemes his fucking wide receivers open. He does, he does that, too. Good, but he ain't that fucking good. Yeah. He made a really nice catch in the end for that touchdown. I'll give him the credit on that one. That was that an was incredible awesome. catch. It was. Um, but that being said... Purdy made some bad throws that his receivers made really good catches on to kind of in bail pre-season. him out. And no, no, in the game. No, I'm some... talking about Big Ben Turner's <laughs> but, Oh, oh, sorry. Um, Ian, you know, I. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. So, so, no, no, no. Like, Purdy made some bad throws that his receivers made great catches on to bail him out. Like, Pickett. Also, as a young guy, Pickett made a shitload of bad throws. He, as Ben said, his footwork was terrible, yep. and yeah, he made a lot of bad throws. His accuracy was horrible. But at some point, especially when you're paying a wide receiver fifteen million a year, like, can he reach behind himself and grab the ball? Eh. Maybe he doesn't score with it, but can he at least like you're running try full to make speed. a play you're on the ball? Speed and the ball is literally. Or- a whole step behind you. Now, don't get me wrong. If it's thrown at your ass or your hip, then yeah, yeah you got to make an effort to catch it. But when it's back here, no, I'm sorry. Or, or I, can, I don't fault him for that. You're running. You're running full speed. Yeah. Running or or you know, speed. can can your t- 
tight end, even if he slips, actually make a catch falling to the ground? Like their tight end did. Kittle that would be made nice. A, Kittle made a reach back, and I know Kittle's like one of the top two tight ends in the league. But nevertheless, like sometimes it, it, it makes your offense look better and it makes your quarterback look better when your receivers make plays to bail them out we talked about this a lot last year with especially Deontay Johnson just like doesn't seem like he goes beyond himself to make catches that like bail his quarterback out no he's got he's got great feet but catching the ball is not his forte all right let's just put it out there at that um yes he is an adequate receiver as far as his hands go but what is his strength? His strength is creating separation using his feet and his hips. Yeah. Are they protecting Pickett too much still? Protecting uh, him how? Not, not, well, well, just uh, play calling and by by limiting. Play calling? Hold on. Let, let, let me finish, jackasses. By, by play calling slash... They really aren't giving them any opportunity to audible at the last scrimmage either. That's that's where I was going to go with it. Is and to me, they, that's what I was making the point them. earlier. Yeah. When he was at Pitt, man, he walked up to that line just like Conor McGregor strutting up to the line. He knew what he was going to do. He knew he was going with the ball. That he has none of that anymore. And yeah, just, but I, how? What? what? I I can't speak to his command of the offense. Okay, None like of if, if if he has a great command of the offense, then it is what it is. Um, yes. Do I miss Ben just walking out there and being like drawing play shit up in the dirt and you know telling guys at the line, you have an out, you're running a slant, you're running a post, <laughs> telling them the defense knew what they were running and the shit still worked. Do I miss that? Yes, I miss it a lot. Um, but you know, Kenny doesn't have that kind of freedom yet. And to the point about the play calling, watching the tape, you will never fucking convince me. You will not convince me that the Steelers ran more than six pass plays in that game, the entire game. They just, would flip different formations. They would flip yeah. the alignment to the other side, yeah. but it was the same fucking play. It was. It was over like playing a video game. And over and over and over again. And, you know, as Ian pointed out earlier, there were there were points where the only thing that was going to work was a comeback. And you had three guys, like three of four receivers running comeback routes, three guys running comeback routes. Do you know what the yak expectation is on a comeback route? Zero point zero blue Tarski. And their their yak yards are laughable over the past couple of seasons. They keep they keep running. They keep running plays where the receiver, when he catches the ball, is facing the quarterback, and he's got 50% of the fucking defense behind him because the offensive quarter can't scheme them away from where the pass is going to go. Our passing passing concepts are a fucking joke. They are laughable. Yeah, I I can't even believe I'm going to make this this comparison, but I was watching the Navy-Memphis game this evening before before the podcast, and, and Navy ran a play where they, they kind of overloaded the right side. They brought like a, a, an H-back type in motion back across. They faked the handoff, rolled right. Two defenders went with the motion guy. Here's the tight end all by himself, you know, for, for an easy touchdown. And I'm thinking, okay, yeah, it's college. It's, it's college, and these mistakes happen. They probably don't happen as often in the NFL. But holy shit, what a concept to try to move the coverage around a little bit. What a concept to try to, to, to uh, you know, get a guy open 
I, I mean, what, what, what the? It's and, just and, amazing. And this, this is this is what I I don't understand about people that are trying to defend Canada this week. I get it. The team played poorly, and you're going to look at that first and go, "The team played poorly. This isn't on Matt Canada." Okay, I get that. But you know, you can call bad plays and the team play poorly simultaneously. Sure. And bad plays were called. And I, what I don't understand about it is this: you've got guys running free as Ian pointed out earlier in these giant fucking windows, because mm -hmm. they are schemed open by Shanahan. Mm -hmm. They are schemed open. Oh, the, the all 22 is it's all embarrassing. day. I mean, I, you can drive a truck through these windows. The 49ers receivers are schemed open. Brock Purdy. All he's going to do is just play pitch and catch with these yeah. guys. Yeah. And then nice, you look right? at the other side and you go, why didn't the Steelers try and do any of that? I mean, there was nothing. There was nothing. Like, I mean, and these were like gimme 15-yard pass plays that, you know, you could throw in two seconds. Well, like you said, pitch and catch. And that's, I mean, we made it, it easy for but, him. But, but the contrast between the two, yeah. one guy's scheming guys open, and the other guy is, eh, I like to run this. I like to run four verticals versus cover two shell. What the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you? God! <laughs> can, we, can we talk I mean, about kids, that for a second? Kids who play fucking Madden at yeah, 14 go, go, years Ian, old. Go ahead, because I, I do want to get to the defense fucking, at some Then point. our guy who run, who, who's the offensive coordinator for the Pittsburgh Steelers. What the fuck? If you have spent any time on Twitter in like the last three years after a game that Fred Warner has played, you have seen a highlight of him running with a wide receiver down the seam and making a play to break up a pass on a, you know, seam route, yep. post route, whatever. Yep. And some, for some reason, we think that Connor Hayward, who's slightly bigger than Frodo Baggins, is going to be <laughs> able to outrun Fred fucking Warner down the middle of the field and make a play like I was like, why would you ever dream of throwing that ball? Like you can run that route and get Warner out of there and yes. run a crosser underneath. I love that, that idea. Be wide open, right? But don't throw that fucking ball. Don't yeah. throw the ball no. on a cover two concept with unfortunately stride there was stride there was the middle of the field. There was no crosser underneath that because we don't scheme receivers open. No, don't do that. That's exactly what I was getting at. I, I mean, we're talking about just, just, just clear it out. I mean, God, remember Denver back in the old school with Rod Smith? They'd run him on the post, and then the other guy would come underneath. Oh, hey, it, another Shanahan offense. Exactly. <laughs> it was an easy read, you know. Yeah. And, and we, the, we can't even do that. The uh, God. Anyway, you know, I, one yeah. of the things that that and I said Casey touched on this last week um, uh, is 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 our coordinators and they both spoke today and they basically said that oh god they don't under bad. they don't understand why it happened or how or how it happened but it happened and i'm sitting there thinking like i fucking know why because <laughs> because you guys suck like they're not they're like and and and, and i've been critical terrell austin and we could talk about the defense next but i, I just yeah. last thing and i'll try to make this quick you 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 drafted a quarterback in the first round and you and you purposely kept Matt Canada not once but twice, and you and you literally you 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 got rid of the the old Cowboys buddy at offensive coordinator mm -hmm. who is mm -hmm. about a thousand times better than Matt Canada, and you kept Canada and and you probably kept Canada 
either because you're cheap and don't want to let him go or because as many people told me on Twitter this week, he got Tomlin's son a scholarship. <laughs> and and I just sit there and think like, man, something or, or he has. I wonder, naked, I wonder he if has he signed another Maryland player. Who, was it? who was it who pointed that out first initially? I am. Um, <laughs> oh, Ian, it was you. I was think it was, it was either it me was, or Ryan. It I was think either, it, was, it was one of the two of us. Pino. Here or he. Oh, whoops, wrong way. It was, it was exactly one of those guys at the bottom. Yeah, the, 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 the bottom guys here. Yeah. yeah. I, I, know, I got him a scholarship. I mean, I, I, I you know, there, there are also news stories out that, that, um, the quarterback's coach hire was actually a suggestion by Art that he wanted to bring him in to add Sully? some create. Sorry, not Sullivan. What? No, when when they made Canada the quarterback oh my coach, bad, I'm sorry, I thought you meant the current one. Sorry that oh, that oh. that Art wanted that to happen because he wanted to add some creativity to the offense. <laughs> and then and Art then, and creative shouldn't be in the same sentence. Art, oh man, I'm all right. I'm, you, you're, I'm, drinking I'm, on one <laughs> you're drinking. All right, no, it shouldn't um, be, uh, Ryan. No, it shouldn't be. Uh, but <laughs> but you know, and then Art was on board when they promoted him to offensive coordinator. Um, yeah, I remember how many Steelers fans were excited about that promotion. I was like, "You guys are fucking idiots." Well, and, and, and as you guys were talking about, here's the problem. Now, let's say we go through the season. It 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 sucks as as it feels like it might. Now you're going to bring in a new offensive coordinator, Penny Kenny Pickett's in his third year. Dude, but we, we talked about mean, this at the end of the fucking season. We knew they were going to have to fire his ass anyway. I'm sorry, yes, Mark, you're making yes. me mad. We knew they were going to have to fire his ass anyway, yeah. right? Why not fucking get it over with? Rip off the Band-Aid. Yes, you got a young quarterback who's going to have to learn a new offense. That sucks. But he's going he's to have to learn it in 2024 anyway. Just fucking do it now. This guy's what? terrible. That was our argument, and and we were all over that. And now we're gonna have to deal with this bullshit. Uh, looks like, uh, well, fuck, yeah. Uh, let's talk defense a little bit. First of all, kudos to T.J. Watt. Uh, he ties James Harrison for the uh, franchise lead in uh, sacks. So his next sack, whether it's a half or a whole, he'll uh, he'll be the all time leader there. Um, and and so kudos to him. Uh, I, and then again, you know, we lose Cam Hayward. Um, he had surgery today uh, on his what they they're calling a sports hernia. So we're gonna have to have some guys step up there as well. So, what, what, I, I was embarrassed by the lack of tackling. I, I, I thought our tackling was terrible. Um, I, I and again, I don't understand why we continue to leave the middle of the field wide open. Um, it, 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 it's beyond me. But uh, be that as it may, uh, we, we Ian, Ian, yeah. completely, I mean, we completely just let them play to their strengths. What we yeah. needed to do in that game was force them outside the numbers and they had whatever they wanted between the numbers. And Sorry. we tried to force things between the numbers where that was the strength of their defense because Fred Warner's the best inside line. I mean, that dude just flew he's, all over the dude, field. He, he, I mean, he's good. That was really, it was really impressive. He was but, just, but our, everywhere. our inability to, to scheme around him yes. was really, really fucking depressing. The fact that the offensive line didn't account for him even once. Greenlaw, Greenlaw's yeah. no Greenlaw. small either. He's Greenlaw's he's 10 good. times better than our, our best yeah. inside Greenlaw line. Greenlaw is yeah. good. Oh, that looks nice. Yeah. Greenlaw yeah. is good, but he ain't Fred Warner. 
No, 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 not at all. But I'm yeah. just saying he's a very yeah. nice compliment to Fred Warner. Well, uh, their their and, defensive line is pretty yeah. fucking good. So Greenlaw is coming free all the time. They should have at least tried to do something to take Warner out to make him a non-starter in those. I mean, yeah. you, something. You think, but they yeah, didn't even I, try. Um, what do you guys make of uh, JPJ? Uh, and and again, it sounds like he's not going to get many snaps again this week either. Well, they're either they, they only play him in big nickel and right. in um, dime. So. Yeah. You know, when it's third and two, as Tomlin pointed out, he's not going to get many snaps. And I agree with Tomlin. You know, Mm -hmm. what happened was the 49ers ran the ball or moved the ball successfully on first Mm -hmm. down. Their their first down success rate was very high. Ridiculous. Which which put the Steelers at a disadvantage on almost every series, which is why he only got seven snaps. Now we can move on to Patrick Peterson because I really know I know Scarps wants to fucking rant about Scarps. You ahead. are on, baby. <laughs> um, jo- Joey Porter Jr. is raw and he's not ready and he can't tackle. I think they have some concerns about that. But uh, getting back to uh, Patrick Peterson, um, who's about 187 years old, and I and if you watch if you're if you watch the show, you know since day one I've. I've said that he's old and he's not that good anymore. And then he decided to run his mouth this week and say, yeah, "Yeah, you know, they got tendencies and I'm going to have a pick. Dude, just shut up. Like, like you're supposed to be here for veteran leadership. And then in your post-game interview, after you got cooked twice by Brandon Ayuk, you said, oh, I could have had two. Okay. Have a good day. I had three. Yeah. I thought I said, whatever, whatever. Regardless. He he did. What he said was I could have had two. I thought he could have had three. Oh, well, that's what great. Had he didn't have any. He, he didn't have right. any. If he just no, he... would have had fucking ball awareness. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He, he he didn't have any. And you know what? He's never won a goddamn thing in this league except for individual accolades. And let me continue that. I don't give a shit how many sacks TJ Watt has because you know how many playoff games TJ Watt has won? Zero. Do you know how many playoff games Cameron Hayward has won? One. One, he has one playoff win. And these dudes go out there and be like, oh, you're disrespecting me in my Madden rating. Or why aren't I higher in the NFL top 100? Because you haven't won a goddamn fucking thing. I am so tired of this team. They're so frustrating. They act like they're so great and they haven't done a thing. I agree. And it, so, Mark, uh... it is it is frustrating. I, I have to give you that point. Um, that, that kind of shit pisses me off especially like Madden ratings. Uh, you got a guy like Cam who's, I mean, frankly, is trying to build a brand. It's transparent as fuck. Do, do, does he does he remind you a little bit of Ryan Clark right now? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. for sure. Like Same. he's like, he's like openly lobbying for one, the NFL player, the, 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 Walt, the uh, Walter, Walter Payton, Payton Man of the Year Award. Like, and he'll be the, the nominee again. Certainly. He does a lot of good work. He does. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But no, no denying. But it's he's he's building a brand. He's building a brand so that like when he retires, he still has a brand. Yeah. Um, I honestly don't know. Sorry, I love Cam as a player. He's great. Of course. But I don't know if Cam is that great a speaker. Like if he's that dynamic, that compelling. Like if he is that guy 
that people want to tune into and listen to. I don't know that, you know, where Ryan absolutely is um, and, yeah. and was, and it was obvious. It was obvious when he was still playing for the Steelers that he was going to, he was going to be that guy. You knew it then. Yeah, no, he, he, and, and I, you know, I remember getting frustrated with him because he was so focused on that. Um, and he, and he's become very, very good at what he does. Well, and, he, you know. he's, he, it was obvious he was going to be good at it. And yeah. It was, it was yeah. a simple transition. Yeah. Um, you know, but I don't know that Cam is that guy. In fact, I, I, I don't think that he is. Um, I'm just going to put that out there. I mean, there are other guys that, that are, are more compelling. Yeah, you know, I, I get it. Um, you fuckers the, are more compelling than Cam is. I'm just, you're I'm damn just right we are. <laughs> uh, anything else on the defense? Because I, I, I don't mind if we move forward talk a little bit about the Brown Stains. Not impressed with Keanu Neal at all. Uh, they no. tried to use Neal and KZ at the top and move Minka around. And sometimes it wound up with like Minka covering a fullback and like, Brandon Ayuk having a window like 50 fucking yards wide to pass into. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, Mark Robinson getting zero snaps after Christian McCaffrey ran for 160 yards on us seems kind of weird. But, um, I, I mean, I know he can't cover, but right, at the same right. Time, but you thought maybe a couple of snaps, right? Yeah, yeah, one or two here or there. You know, it got to be a warm day. He's got a helmet on, he's playing special teams, see what happens. So, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully we're better this week. Um, they got to figure it out up front. Um, uh, Alex Highsmith was a non-factor um, after getting the big contract. So, you know, yeah. A lot he of, also, uh, context, I'm sorry. This is okay. important. He did, best, he did a nice The best job. offensive lineman in football was who he was facing. Yes, yes. Um, Highsmith had a few nice jobs setting the edge against yes. outside run plays to his side. I'll give him credit for that, but yeah, you're right. Not how, how were really the corners do... against the sweep on the, on the, on the outside? How were they? Oh, uh, God. So my Wallace is still being pulled out of the turf. Dude, I'm like, I was watching this game going and we cut a Kayla Witherspoon. What yeah. the fucking fuck? Sorry. Yeah. Ian, go on. My analogy for how our corners are is Ryan and Big Ben's burner will appreciate this. Sometimes you've got your baby sitting in a high chair eating food and you hear a noise come out of their backside and you're like, oh, this is going to be bad. And you pull them out and the entire back of their onesie is a like yellowish green color because they've shit so much, but they were sitting in a chair. So it all went up their back. <laughs> That's pretty much how Levi Wallace played in this game. Oh, sadly, I've been, been there as well. He, you know, and I, I credit Neil Neil Kulong, um, who said, "Hey, hey, I'm a, real quick." Neil was on fire this oh, week. Oh, dude, man. he was. Yeah, he he, was, he he came out with with he, like flamethrowers, and that's not usually his style. Exactly, so I, I I appreciate that. And he basically said, he basically said like. Levi Wallace is only good for like the getting that last shove in a scrum. Right, whatever. Fuck you, Johnny. Like, there like, we Levi, go. like Levi Wallace is always late to a play and he'll just like randomly push somebody at the end of like <laughs> at the play. That's all he does. And it's true. He's, he's it's the true. pile pusher over guy. Yeah, he don't make he doesn't he can't he doesn't know how to tackle. Like this defense is so fake tough, it's ridiculous. 
Yeah. No, it's, it's so, okay. If you're Kevin Stefanski, are you just going to hand the ball to Nick Chubb like 60 times based on what you saw? You uh, should uh, run, you should run outside zone and get, yeah. cause Chubb is at his best running outside, being a one cut runner, being able to cut back against the grain. So what you do is you run outside zone to outside zone to Ogan Joby's side. So whoever's filling in for Cam Hayward is going to have to be the guy to fill that backside gap. And you give Chubb that cutback lane and we better hope either Keanu Benton or Isaiah Laudermilk or whoever else fills in can fill that hole or one of our linebackers can stack it. Other than that, you're going to see like Minka Fitzpatrick being our leading tackler in this game and Nick Chubb run for 170 yards, which you never want your God, free please. safety to be your leading tackler. Please, God, no. So, hey, two things. Um, one, uh, Minka lined up all over the fucking defensive backfield last week. Yes. Not yep. just at yep. free. He was all over the damn place. And it was great, except that he didn't really do a hell of a lot. Because the defensive calls were weird, and going back to the point that Scarps made about the the the, the coordinator press conferences, um, uh, does anybody have any faith in Terrell Austin right now? Because I don't. Okay, I, I I'm like I I'm to like lose it last year. Yeah. I'm like I'm like okay, so you're I, telling I, you, us you're not worried about this continuing. You don't really know what went wrong. You just know it's not acceptable, and you're not worried about it continuing. Well, th- th- um, this is what all I was of us are say, worried man. about it continuing. All of us, yeah. literally. Uh... Look, nobody's happier that Matt Canada is the number one topic than Terrell Austin is, because Terrell Austin's talks... probably super happy about that. Oh my God, he, he goes to bed at night. Thanking the Lord for for Matt Canada be, because yeah, there's a lot of shit we could be talking about with Terrell Austin, but we're too busy talking about Matt Canada. <laughs> Look at Big Bird. Holy shit! Wow, dude. Those of you listening later. Oh my God! You, you, you go just and watch, watch the YouTube. Show. You, you gotta you watch to, the okay, YouTube. Okay, so so listen. Um. I will give Shanahan credit for the formations he was using with the receivers. Yeah. He he was forcing he was forcing a lot of cushion on at least one side most of the game because of the formations he was using. Like he needed outside cushion, right? Yeah. And the outside cushion was creating space on the inside, which is where he was throwing the ball. Because that guy had outside leverage, but he was giving a lot of cushion off the ball. No opportunity to get in and, and, and interrupt the play. Right. So part of that was schematic. And part of that was, yes, part of that was the game that Austin was calling. I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, I agree with Melvin, too. I would have much rather had Flores, but I understand the situation there. So it, it well, was, I mean, what no. what is the situation? Why why not why not promote Flores and just say, yeah, I'm sorry, Mr. Austin, you're gonna need to go. Oh wait, I know, I know what the situation was. You get a large contract for a coordinator who's got two years left on his deal, and you don't want to pay that out because right. you know, right? 
you right. can't because you know you know we're cheap and 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 oh and by the way we're also on the finance committee with the owners and we put out this memo in December that that talked about the fact that the that the NFL had spent eight hundred million dollars on terminated contracts over the mm-hmm. over the previous five years. Mm-hmm. And it's hard hey, to believe with all that money, seven hundred grand made that big a difference. Dane comes back to me and said, "I didn't know that the NFL could tell owners what to do with their money." I said, "They they can't." But if you're the guy advising people to do this, and then you don't take the advice yourself, yep. what does that advice look like? You know, and I I I, I this is. I don't know if this is the case. It wasn't the case when I was there because he had Tomlin had much better coordinators, including Dick LeBeau mm. and Bruce Arian slash Todd Haley. Mm-hmm. But I highly doubt Tomlin is involved in the offense. So that being said, I think Tomlin's more involved in the defense. So so whether these are Tomlin's calls or Terrell Austin's calls, I, I have zero confidence in either right. because – the head coach is with came here because of his D coordinator year in Minnesota. Um, and I don't know, you know, I, listen, and we'll talk, we'll talk about this later though, but like, you know, TJ Watt, we all know who he is. We all know who Minka is, although Minka was pretty quiet the other day, but he was yeah. also moving, he was also yeah. moving, yeah. moving around, moving around. But you know, we talk, this is a chess match. And it's all about matchups. And you know what? Kyle Shanahan said, you know what? Brandon Ayuk is our guy this week, and we're going to do what we need to do to put him in positions. And they didn't do a goddamn thing to stop him. And that's on the Steelers to adjust to that. Yes, it is. (laughs) And, like, Debo Samuel didn't do much. Neither did George Kittle. Christian McCaffrey had a great game. Yeah. You know what? They let Brandon Ayuk eat. Yeah, he was a two-headed monster. And you know what? Shame on us for not ever making adjustments because honestly it it wasn't, it's nothing will ever be as bad as Vince Williams on Keenan Allen in that Chargers Sunday night game. But you know what, when you see these type of things, you're just like, there's no way that we, there's no way that they don't see it, but we do. Yeah. And who the hell are we? Right. So yeah, I, I I need to probably open this up for burner. What do you well, think, Werner? Little Donnie, 70. Yeah, so. Oh, boy. Uh, well, let's – uh, uh, look, I, I think it's pretty simple. I think they got to take we, – we have to get drives. We cannot do what we did last week and go three and out, three and out, three and out, put the defense yeah. up against the wall. Yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly, it, it, the part of it is you you got to keep the defense off the field a little uh, bit. Like, I mean, we talked about this earlier. We, we didn't get yeah. to this, and I, I know that, that – that, Scarps has got a, a wonderful rant about this. But Trent Williams saying, I was hoping the Steelers would get a first round because I was fucking tired and I needed a rest. I mean, I was yeah. just hoping. That's sad. They they wouldn't go three and out again. And then they did anyway. <laughs> that is fucking embarrassing. It, it is. Yeah. 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 It, yeah it was I, it uh, was a Extremely frustrating yes, Johnny, and embarrassing performance all around. So, getting forward to this week's game, yeah. Um, the the other thing I'll say though, you know, Deshaun Watson gets a lot of hype for what he did in 2020, yeah, but so that dude will turn the ball over. He is yes, he very will. he is very loose with the ball. 
both in the pocket. He holds it really far away from his yep. body. It's really easy to swat it out of his hands. Mm-hmm. And he will try and scramble around and chuck the ball down the field to make plays. Like our defensive backs need to have their eye on the ball because there will be throws that are up there for grabs. And the fact that he holds it away from his body is really encouraging though for me. I don't know about you. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, he, he fumbled like so many times when he came into the league and even last year he fumbled a lot. Um, and, and he reverted to his own his, his natural mm-hmm. yeah there body and, language and and not to try and like put a silver lining on chicken shit but like there <laughs> were times on chicken shit there were times in the, i'm mixing i'm drunk i'm mixing He's mixing metaphors <laughs> yeah um it's like there, michael urban-esque it's great yeah, there were times in that game last week where opportunities existed that we didn't take advantage of right there was a play no really there, there was a play i think it was like right around Smart the casual. two minute warning mm-hmm. right before the 49ers mm-hmm. actually punted for the first time in the game right um either cam or tj hit purdy as he was throwing the ball and this duck floated up there yes he had, I know the he play. had debo samuel on a yep. go route that had two steps on the defensive yep. back I, actually, I think it was on Minka because I think it was a, a handoff scenario between the corner and Minka. So, at any rate, Debo was behind the defense. If right. Purdy doesn't get hit, that's a touchdown. It was second right. down. But also, if Minka gets his head around a little bit sooner, maybe he can come back and pick that ball off and it right. doesn't it, fall it to the fell turf. harmlessly to the ground. It was. Uh, it would have been was, a long way for Minka I mean, to yeah, come. Yeah, it was seven yards, eight yards. Yeah. It was a it long, was, yeah, long it was, way. Yeah, it would have been a long Might way. Have been long but. Yeah, it, it would have been a long way. But when you're but trying to I'm make up space is, when, you, when you got a guy who's in front of you by two steps, and you're trying to to make up that that gap. You're yeah, not the, looking the behind you. Is, yeah, right. yeah. That that being said, like there were a couple plays like that that it's like, oh, maybe if we pick that ball off, and, and there was another one that was tipped and then like kind of fell to the turf between three guys. A couple of those, it's like if we pick that off instead of it being an incompletion, how does that change the game, right? We had, and like I said, I'm not trying to window dress this. It was a dog shit performance. No, I agree. Right, they would get arrested. We we had we had three drives that went inside the ten yard line, and only one of them produced points. Yep, and and game situation. We made the right call to go for it on those fourth downs. Like kicking field goals would have just been stupid. Okay. Games at, at those what, but, but what was the fucking play call in those situations, Ian? Oh, it was terrible. That's it was awful. Whole others. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's call four verticals on four on a cover two shell. eight yard line. Yeah, uh, that's great. That's that's yeah. fantastic. Four verticals inside the ten yep. is so much worse than three comebacks. I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're comeback. right. Yeah. Like, right, and. It, it is just and, yes. and I, guys, I I, I Brenner, cannot in your honor. Like they retired Bruce Arians because he was too close to Ben, and then they brought a guy in and Todd yeah. Haley to they try retired to hire Bruce Arians because he was getting Ben killed. But it was yes, combination. But they were also close. Like like yeah, like, they were tight. Yeah, they were tight, and uh, there's no question that he was letting Ben do what he wanted to do. Yeah, and it was getting him killed. So they bring and it was getting his ass yeah. kicked. 
But so they, so they, by the same token, you look at it after the fact. He goes to Indy, and he's got Andrew Luck, and Andrew Luck gets his fucking ass kicked for the first little bit of his career and retires okay. early because he's taking so many goddamn hits. Okay, so it's just okay. that's, that's Arian's offense. That's fine, yeah. but they brought in a guy to sell to try to keep Ben healthier, and it's God Todd damn, Haley. Delicious. And 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 and, I think, and he did. And in my Thank opinion, you, Johnny, I, I, yes, and I know they want. I know they want a Super Bowl with with Arians, but they went. They had two pretty good coordinators, right? Yeah, and, they did. And way better. And, 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 I mean, and they I mean, weren't. And they weren't like, good enough for the organization. So then they bring in Ben's buddy promotion who wasn't good enough and then they promote the other guy because he gave somebody's son a scholarship and they're Again. literally they're literally at the point right now where they could they could they could fire this guy right now and 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 bring in maybe not right now but next year bring in somebody that can, that can really work with Pickett and get the best out of him and you know what they're just keeping this guy around because they don't want to pay him to go away. Yeah. Again, reeling back to the point you were making, and I'm just going to agree with you. Both of those coordinators, Arians and Haley, mm -hmm. were better than anything we've had since. But Randy, when did he quit? Three years ago. Uh, didn't no, 2020 stopped. was his he last did, year. He just didn't get renewed. It was renewed. It was 2020. Okay, so 2018. 2018, Randy was the offensive coordinator. The Steelers had the number one yes. red zone red offense, zone. red zone offense in the league. Number one. 2019, Ben rips his rips his elbow in the second game of the season, home right. opener. Remember right. that? Yep. Uh, the Steelers end up having the number 32 red zone offense in the league. What changed? The only thing that changed ooh, was the ooh, quarterback. The quarterback. Yeah. The quarterback changed. Ooh, Mason shit. fucking Rudolph changed. And then Duck Hodges, which, I mean, honestly, Duck, gutsy guy, love him. But, you know, not a guy who has got a lot of talent, which we're going to get back to Kenny Pickett in a minute. I just, I'm going to circle back to this because... Actually, Ryan's going to love this point. Okay. Even though I hate it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> fuck you, Ryan. Um, so anyway. <laughs> I'm engaged. God damn. <laughs> um, man. The point being, Randy was not a terrible offensive coordinator. Yes, he let Ben do a lot of the shit that Ben wanted to do. But Ben was good at it. Ben was great at throwing the ball along on third and two. Like, they're not expecting this shit. <laughs> I'm going to throw it for 25 through gonna, the he's air. He's going to say third and, se third and two, so let's chuck it you down the sideline. You drive us fucking nuts. Fuck. We were like, God damn it, just move the goddamn right. chains. Move but the then when he would connect with it, it was like, fuck! Oh, my yeah. God! Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, the, the YOLO offense, as I called it. Where it was oh, my just, God. Yeah. But... Yeah. But but that was okay. also the the Ben with AB and he was like, well, AB's got single coverage here and there's right. no safety over right. the AB top. AB could have so double coverage. <laughs> AB could have double coverage and an open sideline. And Ben would be like, well, the the guy's got inside leverage. Fuck it, <laughs> he's down there. Boom, <laughs> he's got an open sideline. I'm fucking throwing it. And AB hey. would go and get the goddamn ball. That yep. was the thing. That was the thing. It was both of them. Ben could put it where A B could grab it 
and A B could go and get it. It was both of them. It was a wonderful combination. It was magical. And I and I think they should bring A B back now that fuck DJ's you. Out. I'll pick him up at the airport. <laughs> probably would. What was the car you used to drive? Way back no, I probably got a night. Do you still have that car? Do you still have it? No, I know. I wrong gone. corner. You you didn't keep that car just for the hell of it, just for nostalgia. Scarf? Uh, no, it wouldn't pass inspection anymore. My mecha- I, and I got a guy, and he's like, yeah, I can't pass this. I'm like, all right. <laughs> good. Uh, yeah, here's a guy who's okay. Okay. Circling back to my point about uh, Kenny Pickett. Um, so they got a bunch of execs and uh, front office personnel and scouts and whatnot to go on, on the record uh, anonymously about players. And there was one comment stood out about stood out about Kenny Pickett that um doesn't really project super well on him. Okay. And it was this. Uh small Kenny hands. Pickett Kenny no, not nothing to do with small hands. Kenny Pickett doesn't have the physical ability to be an NFL quarterback. He doesn't have the physical talent to be an NFL quarterback. But his intangibles are through the roof. And that's why people fall in love with him. I I don't know about that. They love this guy because he can do all the other things other than deliver the ball to the spot. And I'm like, that that resonated with me and scared me at the same time. And I was like, Sure. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I really don't like hearing that. And I was the guy. Don't get me wrong. I was the guy outing myself, right? Who said, who said before Kenny Pickett was drafted that he will be a first round pick and a bottom ten quarterback for his entire career. This is before he was drafted. R- well, right now you'd be fairly accurate. And what 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 I was hoping for when he when he was drafted, hater. I'm getting a little bit fuck off, Ryan. <laughs> what I was hoping for when he was drafted was that he could convert. He could he could be the guy who converted those smarts and and his speed. He's got physical speed, just doesn't have arm talent to uh, to you know throw with anticipation mm-hmm. and and be the guy who is at least a competent quarterback. I still think that Kenny's ceiling is like top 15-ish quarterback. Like that's his ceiling. Agree. And um and he ain't gonna be great. He's never gonna be that guy who can like lead you to like pull the team, put the team on his back, like Ben could do. Put the team on his back and lead him to a fucking champ to a no, to not no. to a championship, to a win. Uh, he's he just isn't that guy, and, and he can't have ten carries from his running backs. Yeah. That's just uh, not. No, he, he's he's got to he's got to have at least 20, 25, yes. 30. Yes, preferably, right. he's got to be that guy. You know, he's like if 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 he can get to the the Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins level, I will be satisfied. And I know that people don't want to hear that shit because they they want him to be Ben. He he's not Ben. He just isn't. And I'm sorry. Oh, he's never I'm, gonna be. I'm kind of drunk, and I'm just I'm putting it out there. 
I'm just saying it. I'm telling you guys the truth. He's just never going to be that guy. Counterpoint. Ian. Ian. Yes. Go ahead, Ian. All right. This is like crossfire um, on this CNN. Is like crossfire, yes. Uh, counterpoint that. Tequila. Yes, this is Kenny's second year as a starter, <laughs> but this is this was only his 14th NFL game uh, as a yeah 14th True. NFL game because he missed some okay, time. Okay, here we year. go. If you Uh-oh. now, granted, this is the Somebody second year, stats. so he's he's had a full off season. But Uh-oh. if you look at like, let's take Trevor Lawrence. Now, granted, Trevor Lawrence had a dog shit coach in Urban Meyer his mm-hmm. whole first year, mm-hmm. but he kind of turned it on the last couple games of that year, and then they got a good offensive court or good head coach who knew how to run an offense, Doug Peterson, for right. him the following year. Uh, Trevor Lawrence's stats from like game 16 through game 26 took a tremendous leap. Sure. Kenny Pickett's stats and Trevor Lawrence's stats in like games one through 14 are actually very similar. Um, including like the touchdown and interception ratio. Like, I, I think Trevor Lawrence did not throw double digit touchdowns in his first 14 games. I think he had like eight or nine, and so does Kenny. Okay. Um, so, another, another so, point that that's so what I'm saying is let him this. finish his point, so, Ben, and then we'll, yeah. I'm not saying Kenny Pickett is Trevor Lawrence because he's not, but. It does take guys time and reps to grow in this league. This was week one. I don't agree with that. Uh, we have seven or sixteen more games, seventeen more weeks mm-hmm. to try and see if that arrow continues the upward trajectory. Right? It, it's definitely this week was definitely a step back from where we ended last season, no doubt. This yep. week was certainly a step back from where we thought they were in the preseason playing against guys who are now working in advanced auto parts. <laughs> but there's still there's time, right? There's time to figure it out. And, you know, like I said, Trevor Lawrence turned things around with a new offensive coordinator okay. or a new head coach I, I, and a right, new offensive coordinator, right. I, which I, I, I just, Kenny I, absolutely needs. But I, that being said, the one other point I want to make is you mentioned Kenny's speed and athleticism. He was able to use that. And Mark talked about this earlier with his confidence and things like that. He was able to use that in college to like convert third downs into first downs in the NFL. He is not as fast as he thinks he is. He tries to run out of sacks and gets tackled or tries to pick up yardage with his feet and winds up three yards short of a first down. The ACC baby. No, he, he is, his feet are Certainly quicker than concrete shoes, Ben, at the end of his career. Right. But or he Mason. Is, he is not. <laughs> hey, Mason had that like 30 yard run. There was a the gigantic Lions. fucking window. Come on. And nevertheless, nevertheless, they should not rely on Kenny making plays with his feet to Agreed. try and. No, it's to, a, that, that's a seldom thing. Thing. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, that, so yeah. count, counterpoint, is, and yes. I, I, I am just gonna. I, 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 can we all agree that Mason sucks? Oh, for God's sake! I uh, mean, even, gonna, even okay. Scarps acknowledged it. As soon in as the I, preseason. and as soon like, as I get Scarps, a few bills Scarps, paid, I'm getting Scarps, Scarps is like Mason is terrible. I'll be surprised if he makes the team. Okay. So real, real he, quick, he and then I'm gonna it, real quick, and then I'll just slide into my brown, my brown Steelers predictions. Yes, that please works. do. We need to get the predictions. So real, real quick. Um. Uh. 
do you know who has better numbers? No, 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 no. Uh, hey, wait. Time out. This is my point. Just answer my question. We'll go fuck? back to the better numbers thing in a minute here. What was your question? We all agree that Mason Rudolph sucks, yes or no? Yes I or do. no question. Mason is not an NFL starter. Yeah, Ma- Mason's a backup. That's what he is. So this is my point, and this is where I was going with it. It had nothing to do. You're going to love this, Scarps. Mason Rudolph, 60, 17 games, 61.5 completion percentage, 2,366 yards, 16 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, 6.2 yards per average, 10 yards okay. per catch, 139 yards per game, which sucks, but, you know, what is what it is. But he's got an 80.9 passer rating, which is above the Cordoza line. Cordell Stewart. For that, for those of you who are watching at home, Kenny Pickett, fourteen games. I thought I had some drinks. Sixty-three point four percent completion percentage, twenty-six hundred and thirty-six yards. So he's ahead of Mason in terms of completion percentage and yards, but that's where Man. it stops because he has eight touchdowns compared to Mason's sixteen. He's got eleven interceptions, which is. Mason's got 11 interceptions in 17 games. He's got 6.1 yards per attempt, where Mason has 6.2. He has 9.6 yards per catch, where Mason has 10 yards. He's ahead on yards per game, 188.3 mm-hmm. to 139.3 for Mason. Mm-hmm. His passer rating is actually lower, 75.8, which is again is above the Cordoza line, but and I mean, it's lower than the 80.9. So I get the feeling to. Ben is arguing for Mason to be the starter. I'm not because Mason sucks. Um, I am saying that I'm really hoping Kenny gets better, but right now this second, um, he's not, he ain't the guy. I, and, and don't get me wrong. It's early. I, I want to emphasize this. Early. It's, it's not time to give up on Kenny Pickett, but I, have been on this show for five years <laughs> ranting about how much Mason Rudolph fucking sucks. And he does. He's terrible. He's never going to be that guy. And he is like, like Kenny and Mason are right there. They're like, right. Like, like Kenny's got a few stats. that are a little better. And Mason's got a few stats. that are a little better. They're like, they're like duking it out. They're like, right there. They're like, right. This is not, Good. I'm just saying. Okay. I, I he well, needs to pick up his game. I'm just saying. No argument there. I'm just there. saying. Uh, uh, what is your prediction for this? this that was Monday night for we talk the about Browns, the Browns and Steelers. <laughs> Steelers have won 20 straight. <laughs> Put up that comment, still, that please. Fuck you, Johnny. Oh my god, that is so great. This is somebody who knows me. It wasn't me. It was her. This is somebody who knows me really, really well. That's the George Costanza. It's not Um, you. It's me. This is is what happens when assholes who have known you for 20 years, like, sign into the fucking podcast. Yeah, well, that's your problem. Fuck you, Johnny. Said it twice. I, I I said this earlier. Steelers have a lot of history on the line. Yeah. This Monday night. Um. And and I think history is important, but I also think that um, confidence is important. And whether you want to admit it or not, the Browns 
literally shutting down the Bengals, including their pretty good wide receiver, all pro wide receiver, pro bowl wide receiver. The Browns DBs are are a big deal. And Jim Schwartz has, has familiarity with the Steelers. That's a big deal. And, I do not like Deshaun Watson as a person, but I still think he still has talent. They got a great running back. They have Amari Cooper and Elijah Moore, who I think is 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 going to have a really nice year. David Njoku as well. Their offensive line is good, even though they lost Jack Conklin. Mm-hmm. And until this until the Steelers straighten some shit out, I'm gonna pick the Browns, and I'm not happy with that. But I got the Browns 24-20. At least okay. you admitted you're not happy with right. it. Right. Right. Ian, what do you got? The NFL is weird. Week one does not always predict how the rest of the season is going to go. Exactly. There have been, there was a year where, oh gosh, I don't remember who we played in week one, but it might have, it might have been the year we got our asses kicked in Baltimore. There was a year we lost pretty bad in week one, came home in week two to play a San Francisco team that had just beaten Minnesota, who was pretty good at the time. Yeah, yeah. And then we, like, kicked the snot out of them. That was that was the Ravens game, I think, where Harbaugh was went for two. 2011? They, they yeah. were way up. We beat the yeah, it was like 30. Maybe we beat this. Was, okay. At any rate, yeah. week one is not a good predictor of how the rest of the season goes. True. Right? You know, the weird things happen in week one that don't happen the rest of the year. Joe Burrow for the second year in a row, didn't play in the preseason at all. This year he was injured, Mm -hmm. but didn't play in the preseason and Mm -hmm. came out in week one and looked terrible, just like last year. But then turned it on, and the Bengals wound up winning the division. So week one is not always indicative of how things go. I think the Steelers turn it around. I think they you know, put their big boy pants on, their manhood's on the line, for lack of Mm -hmm. a better term. But the Ravens are, or not the Ravens, fuck. The new Ravens, right? Yeah, the The Browns, them fuckers from Cleveland. The Browns. Yeah, they're, they're feisty. They'll, they'll score some points. I'm going to go, I'm going to go Steelers 27. I'll be freak. Browns 24. Okay. Wow, that's wow. a lot of points, Ian. Yeah. Ben, what do you got? I agree with Ian in so much as I am not going to read too much, and I keep reminding myself of this every year. Yeah, don't read too much into year into week one. Like, right, right. The Steelers beating the Bills and the Bengals the last couple of years in week one. It's like, okay, it's week one. Let's not read too much into that. Let's let's right. dial it back. It's week one. Let's let's. Let's be realistic here, okay? Like the 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 con we talk about this every goddamn year. The the, the league changes every yep. every four weeks ish. Four weeks is what we believe. Yeah. Three yeah. to four, yeah. Every four weeks, the 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 complexion of the league changes, and you're like, eh. Well, that guy that I that team that I thought was really good a month ago, they're not so good now. And yeah, you want the you want to be the team that's peaking right around Thanksgiving ish, you know, December, um, so that you go into the, the playoffs peaking and it's it's all well and good. The Steelers are not going to be that team that contends for a Super Bowl this year, and we talked about that before the mm-hmm. season even started. Um, 
but I look for them to rebound this week. And I, I, I think because this is a, I don't want to call it a rivalry game, even though it is, but I mean, like, Oh, it is. I mean, it, it kind of is, but it's not. I mean, like the, it's a rivalry game for the Browns, but is it really for the Steelers? Like the Steelers have played the new Browns since they, their new inception 46 times over the regular season. And the Browns have won eight times. Right. I understand why they fucking hate us. I'd hate us too. I'd, sure. I'd fucking hate the fuck out of us. But uh, I, I just, uh, is it, is it a rivalry? Maybe. Yeah, it's definitely a rivalry in yeah. Cleveland. The intensity will be, the intensity will, will be up there. Um, but I'm looking for a closer game than Ian is. And I'm going to say, I picked this three point game. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with a, a Steelers 23, Browns 21. Wow. Okay. Steelers have last history. second field goal. 20, hey, 20, 20 straight home wins. Mike Tomlin's never lost at home on a Monday night. Oh, I, I want to go with the Steelers. I really, really do. Um, if you both of you fuckers pick the Browns again, it's going to be your fault when they lose. God damn it. Both well, you assholes I, I, picked the other team last week and the fucking Steelers lost. Well, Don't I can't do it, help Mark. It that I was right. Don't do it. Sharps that was right. You guys are both assholes. I, I, I think what's going to happen here is, is you guys are both dicks. The, well, that's for sure. We are going to play better. We're going to play better. We are. The problem is we're just missing too much. I don't see us stopping Nick Chubb. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't see he it. He is pretty fucking good. I, I I just and that's going to allow Deshaun Watson just enough time not to make enough mistakes to pass for 150 yards. Yeah, for 230 million. Yeah, I I think it's going to end up 20 to 17 <laughs> Browns. Um, fuck and, you, Mark. Yep, fuck me. But I I just I don't have a lot of faith right now in, in the Steelers. Uh, thank you, Ian. Very good. Uh, let's turn Thanks, it over Ian. to Mister Casey. I appreciate you Kasem. so much, Casey Casey. We're ninety minutes in, and we're going to Casey now. Yep. Wow. Yep. Oh man, <clears throat> Casey's coast to coast, American top forty. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the week that was September fourteenth, nineteen seventy-two. Our favorite correspondent, Ryan, is once again back with us this week, albeit he's a little under the weather, but he's here, and he writes, Dear Casey, by now I'm sure you've heard about the 49ers drubbing of the Steelers in the season opener last Sunday at the stadium formerly known as Heinz Field. After the game, 49ers all-pro tackle Trent Williams basically said he hoped the Steelers would finally pick up a first down so he could get a breather. That implies that he felt sorry for us. After hearing this, I'm certain that the Chief rolled over in his grave. Casey, it used to be when you played the Steelers, you needed to bring your hard hat, shovel, and lunch pail. Now, when you play the Steelers, you need your swimsuit, chips and queso, and mojitos because it's a day at the beach. Let me be clear. I do not expect this team to mirror any of those stellar teams from the 70s. That wouldn't be fair. But is it asking too much for them to sack up like the guys who won Super Bowl and Super Bowl for, Super Bowl 40 and Super Bowl 43? I'm not even talking about Fanica, Hines, Troy, Porter, or Harrison. I'm talking about names like Aaron Smith, DeShay Townsend, Jeff Hardings, James Ferrier, and Larry Foote. Surely you remember those names. 
You see, Casey, the Steelers still have names, but they suck, especially on defense. Patrick Peterson, Levi Wallace, Cole Holcomb, Montrevious Adams. There's a reason why nobody else wanted them. It's ironic that Tomlin refers to opponents as nameless gray faces because that's what his defense has become. Oh, my God. Hang on. Hang on. I'm being told Brandon Ayuk just scored on Patrick Peterson again. (laughs) (laughs) That's now four interceptions Peterson could have had. Over the past month, Steelers Sunshine Twitter has assured me that there were no egos on this team. And in the first real week of pro football, we had a 50-year-old defensive back predicting interception. Pickens was this far away from a nuclear meltdown. And Cam Hayward saying we call our quarterback Big Ken. Big Ken? What a dumb fucking nickname. First of all, (laughs) Pickett looks tiny out there. And second of all, the guy that he succeeded, you know, the last guy on the team that's ever won anything, was nicknamed Big Ben. Jesus Christ, we're not even creative with our nicknames. No wonder Canada's favorite play is called You All Go That Way. (laughs) Casey, we can't have anything nice. We need some easy living. Well, Ryan, you're in for a surprise. Making its debut on American Top 40 at number 40, here's Uriah Heep off the album (laughs) Demons and Wizards with Easy Living. Easy living. Love it. Woo! Love it. Love it. Oh, God. I had to mute I, myself. That was awesome. That's the Uriah Heap coming tonight. Holy shit. Holy uh, shit. That was a good one, Ryan. That was funny. I that had was, to mute myself because yeah, that, that went, last I, reference uh, was, good. was too much. Uh, okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we'll uh, we'll be back next Thursday. We'll Thanks drink so some much more tequila. We're hanging for ninety minutes. With and it. hey, Holy one God. more fuck you, Johnny, because just for good measure, fuck you, Johnny. Well. That's four fuck you Johnnies tonight. So anyway, thanks so much. Make sure you visit the site at uh, steelcityblitz.com. Check us out on socials at scblitz and at scb underscore podcast and all those wonderful things, Facebook, Instagram, all that great stuff. Thanks to our usual cast of characters who've joined us in the chat and be a part of it. Jump on in. We love to have you guys. And uh, anyway, let's hope this week is way better than last week. Says and the fucker who picked the Browns. What the hell, Mark? Yeah, fuck you, Jack. I hope I'm I wrong, too, Jack. You're an asshole. <laughs> anyway. I did, too. Fucking dick. <laughs> Go Steelers. <laughs> uh, ben? Fuck you, Johnny. No. Also, no, no, the other no. one. Ravens. Suck. There we go. There. Oh, there yeah, and fuck go. the Browns, too. Yeah, them yeah. too. The old Ravens. Ravens. Everybody. The old Ravens. The old Ravens. Perfect. Or the new Ravens.